Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. In life, there are three certainties. Change, okay, four certainties. Death, taxes, change, and our future hope in Jesus. Everything else is buttercream frosting on an incredible public's white cake. It's good, but it doesn't last forever. Whoa. Today, I know, <laughs> can you, this is great imagery, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think about, about, that. Feeling, think about yeah. that, man. man public cakes, whoa, man. Dude. I was hungry when I was writing plug, this. Man. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, today marks the end of a new beginning. Luke and Dave have been on I Work For Him for almost six and a half years. They've been faithfully supporting this ministry. have lived out their lives before you month by month. Sometimes it's a little scary. I've only had to edit Dave twice, so not too bad. No, not more than that. Come on. No, I've only had to actually edit you a couple of times. Uh, but these guys have just been seeking the Lord. Is What does it mean to be uh, living out their faith and their work as financial advisors? Luke's calling to be the national voice for the... Biblically Responsible Investment Movement is calling him the new pastors, and Dave will remain faithfully executing his role as financial advisor and investor at Bel Air Wealth Management. Both remain committed to you, our listeners, in making sure that you have access to a financial advisor who has an eternal perspective and who loves the Lord. Dave holds down the Ford of Bel Air Wealth Management, found online at bwmadvisors.com. And that's the last time we're going to hear that, folks. And Luke ends off to... <laughs> I'll, I'll bet at least once more during the next 50 minutes. <laughs> Yo, this is true. This is true. That's right. That's right. That's right. And Luke heads off to some different waters. I'll let him tell you about that later. A team never to be broken, but a team that heads off into an amazing expansion. Can't wait for you to see and hear the rest of the story one day. Luke and Dave, welcome back to I Work For Him. And thanks for supporting the work that we do here in the air. So let's let's talk about this. Let's talk about calling for a minute. What, when you look at, so you guys have run alongside each other for a lot of years already. What is the calling on your life, Dave Cruz? Okay, so I, I, I believe a calling. I believe very few people are called into a, a work experience. Those that are called are usually called into the ministry. I think the rest of us, no matter dis- what we do. I couldn't do, disagree with you more, but you go ahead. Okay. I, well, I think no matter what we do, our calling is what the Bible says, go out into the world, preaching the gospel, making disciples of all nations. That's my calling. Okay. To, to, be, to be an influence. Is that your calling other, or your mission? Both. Okay. I think my calling, I think no matter what I did, I ended up being in finance through circumstance, which, which God arranged, but, but I think no matter what I did, that's my calling. <clears throat> okay, but don't you have a propensity towards being a pretty good financial advisor? Yeah, but I, I, you know, that, wasn't my, that wasn't my primary desire in college. Oh, but uh, even, college, even though I took really the economics know, and business, do we really ad. know anything? When we're in college. <laughs> sure, just ask. Yeah. Ask. Uh, don't ask. <laughs> you don't want to know. Ask Riley. Yeah, yeah. Luke's daughter. She knows. <laughs> she yeah. knows. Luke, what about you? What's the call on your life? You know, as Dave was speaking, I was reminded of this quote that says, uh, "God doesn't call those who are qualified; He qualifies those who are called." And or those he calls rather, right? And um, and over the years, I, it's it's been an evol- evolvement, you know, of and it's, it's spiritual maturity evolvement. 
And as I've grown closer and understood Scripture more, you know, I, I look at what God has called all of us to do, and that is to love God and love others. Um, so the, the, the basis of, of my calling in anything that I do, because just like Dave said, whether we're financial advisors or I work for him, radio show host, ministry powerhouses, we're all called to, to love God. <laughs> Power powerhouse? Did you get that? Dave? Tagging on the power. Po- I'm, I want a power pod episode, man. I'm trying to get <laughs> trying to get into your 15 minute power pod, right? That's that's the goal. That's the goal here. But at the end of the day, you know, no matter what you do, you, we're all called to love God and love others. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I've seen that a lot where a lot of people think that they're called to a foreign mission field, right? but a lot of times it's because they just couldn't. They're like, well, I can't get a job here that I'm really good at. Maybe I should be a missionary. I mean, I've seen that a lot where yeah, people well, have. I know that's, that's tough to say on the air, but there's. There, I have met many people on the foreign mission field who are incredible, who have given up everything to be there. And I've met some people on the foreign mission field. You're going, but it doesn't fit. Right, right. But, but how do you discern that? How do you discern? They, they, they are fasting really, a group of people around you that right? are praying over them. Because it, but they really believe they're being called, right? But I mean, did they, you believe it from the beginning when that one person was being called? Did you, did you sense right then that wasn't really yeah, right? Fit? I did. So is God telling you one thing and him the other? That's, you that's, know, that's never the that's, case, right? Yeah, God I, doesn't I, tell two people two different things, does one he? One wouldn't think. No, one maybe, wouldn't think. Maybe he has, a pur- he has a purpose in everything. Maybe he has a purpose for that. No, maybe. I think God can use every experience, but is there really a purpose in us going places where God wasn't calling us? <laughs> because we can go where God's not calling going? us to go, yeah. but, well, we, but God we can. can still use that in our lives. Have you done things and been involved in things that probably weren't where God <laughs> wanted you to be? Certainly. Right. Has God used them? Yes. So you're calling. So we disagree a little bit, Dave. You're, you're thinking that you don't necessarily have a calling as a financial advisor. I don't know how that makes your clients feel, but they all look at you going, I think Dave's pretty good at what he does. Dave's mm-hmm. real good at what he does. Right. <laughs> so if that's not a calling, but it's a natural gifting. It is okay, a gift. So, if it's, so okay. if it's not a calling, it's a gifting. How does that gifting, which comes from God, all of our gifting comes from God, how does that play out in your work all day long? I mean, this call on your life, you said your call on your life was to be to, to the Great Commission. How does that play out in the work that you do? Well, that's pretty easy. God's given me clients to, to talk with and to develop relationships with and to counsel in uh, both financial matters and sometimes in the rest of their life. Mm. And my job is to make sure they know where I'm coming from and that I'm receiving direction from God and from the scriptures and from the Holy Spirit. And once they realize that, whether they're believers or not, they say, hey, I want what he's got. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully hopefully that carries out to, to clients, like I say, both believers and non-believers. Mm-hmm. Luke, what about you? I mean, what do you think the, in the call on your life mm-hmm. is financial advising you're you're you got mortgage background real estate mm-hmm. background which you're good at both of those you're, you're a good financial advisor you've also got pnc insurance background the call on your life seems to be something financial mm-hmm. how does that play out in what you do each and every day here at bel-air wealth management and in the future place where you're gonna go well you can mention it. Well, i didn't know if we were okay to yeah it's okay it's <laughs> nothing high it's all good inspire advisors inspire um, i know you're working on all the paperwork because at 151 pages of paperwork i did this <laughs> oh weekend gosh, i'm sorry <laughs> that was ridiculous listen I, it, I spent a lot of time this weekend preparing paperwork it was a long so inspireadvisors.com right yeah inspireadvisors.com but uh you know really what, what i'm focused on is delivering a message 
you know, I've, I've felt this new obligation just to share what God has put on my heart. And I know, um, and Dave and I have talked about it, it, it affects everyone differently, right? Um, some people are gravitate towards it. Some people, uh, you know, understand it and believe it and implement it. And we're um, talking about biblically responsible b- biblically investing, responsible which we've talked investing. about a lot in the last year or two. Yeah, so so with me, you know, my, my new calling is has been... Uh, is it a new calling? It is. Only or is it be, a clarification on your calling? Well, yeah, pro- I guess it'd be a clarification or uh, an enlightenment, right? Um, enlightenment is probably the better word because as a financial advisor, I was always, just like Dave said, we're trying to treat our clients with, you know, in trying to, you know, we pray with our clients. We do, you know, we sympathize, empathize with our clients scripturally and try to try to draw people closer to God through our relationships. And then now the enlightenment came when biblically responsible investing came into my life, introduced by you and Martha, thank God. Thank you. Um, and then nowadays, it's, uh, you know, taking biblically responsible invest- investment nationally and, and with my clients and, and whoever wants to jump in, okay? It, like I said, some people jump in with both fees. Some people maybe not. But my job is to hopefully, like in Romans 12, 2, we're transforming minds. You know, you talk about changing that, the way you changing think. Changing the way you think, okay? Yep. Uh, don't conform to the patterns of this world, but transform your, you know, um, conform your mind. So that's, that's really educating, praying, caring, not condemning, not trying to manipulate the way people are thinking. It's, it's being a messenger, okay? My obligation, I'm trying to fulfill my obligation that God put on my heart to share Christ with everyone through who you invest with and who you partner with. You know, it's not okay to part, not okay to profit from pornography. It's not. You know, it's not okay to profit from abortion. You know, so uh, it's not okay to profit from industries that go against God's heart. Adult movies, uh, uh, violence and gambling and killing people and, you know, just all these things have come to pass and that's what, that's what God's put on my heart. So my, my role now is educate and let the Holy Spirit lead them, you know, as I'm talking to churches and senior pastors. and You're a Baptist. Are you sure you're allowed to say Holy Spirit? Baptist. I'm a, I'm a believer, brother. <laughs> I just I go I to a up, church that Dave, has Baptists going, on their wow, side. Wow. Dave, you know I grew up Baptist too, just to keep that in mind. <laughs> Why? Why? Because well, you don't hear enough about the power of the Holy Spirit in your work. I mean, when was the last time you had a conversation with somebody at Why do you relate that to being Baptist? Because, I mean, I, because the Holy Spirit's mentioned often in the Baptist uh, church. I don't what are you saying? I just grew up growing up Baptist and evangelical free church. I never ever heard sermons on here is how as a Jesus follower you utilize the power of the Holy Spirit in really? your life. Never. What kind of Baptist church was I that? I went to your church for decades. You, come on. They talk about the Holy Spirit all the time. Okay. All right. Well, listen. That, that, what is important to know is the Holy Spirit is behind all the work that we do, and he wants to get involved in those actions. He is, in fact, the our unfair advantage as we do our work every day because he's got the answers to all the questions that you're asking. Well, I'll tell you, you know, um, we our family started a donor advised fund with National Christian Foundation a little over a year ago, and, and we, we give uh, monthly to it. And then uh, part of my investment advisory fees quarterly also goes to this donor advised fund. So my, my the clients that I partner with, uh, unknowing to them, they're actually funding these types of projects. And a good example is at dinner on Monday night, we were uh, Tuesday night, family and I were all together, and I said, "Listen, this hurricane, we need to do something. What, what's on?" your heart. And I knew Samaritan's Purse would be probably one of the first organizations down there. So I went through their website and it's, and it's Hurricane, Hurricane Dorian Relief. And I, and I read it off to them and the family is like, let's do it. And so we went to our donor advised fund and immediately we gave money directly to Samaritan's Purse and put on there um, that Hurricane Dorian Relief Fund. And, you know, so that is, you're exactly right, that we are, as believers, you know, we, 
prayerfully we're going to stand with them. You know, not, not everybody can give financially, but prayerfully we can all stand with them. Mm, and we should be praying a lot. For Big the time. The it's, devastation has got to be amazing. Yeah. So, and then financially for those who can give financially, and $5 or $1, whatever it is, man, you just, you just come together and give a piece. But that's one of the unique things that Inspire Investing inspired me to do was to create this donor advised fund and start taking management fees that my clients trust me with and doing good things. So a lot of my clients have no idea, but they just gave to the Hurricane Dorian Relief Fund, which is pretty neat. You know, every company, if they're any good, should be making a profit. But what are they doing with those profits? How do they invest them socially? So here's the issue is a lot of these companies invest socially. Here's an opportunity. Somebody should start a business or or a nonprofit even gathering proxies from Christians. That's all that's all they'd have to do is okay, send my proxy into this Christian organization and they will vote it in in a biblically responsible manner. Interesting. But but you look at you look at publicly traded stocks like like uh, Google, which is under Alphabet, I believe, right. and Amazon. Okay, right. two phenomenal stocks, a- and Apple as well. But Amazon, huge purveyor of pornography. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of their things they sell. They nobody, sell pornography. Nobody thinks Amazon and pornography. No, but they, they're a huge it's, purveyor yeah, of it. Just, and Google is a huge purveyor of it as well. I don't know yeah. if you've accidentally typed in anything in your images. You clicked on images or something, and you're like, oh, I wasn't looking for that. Well, that and YouTube, because they well, own and, YouTube. Right, right. Google owns YouTube. Am, right. I mean, so Alphabet. Yeah. So how do you deal with that? I mean, because there's some companies like Amazon, is, is they changed the world of shipping. They've changed the world of retail. Mm-hmm. But they also are a huge purveyor. I don't know what kind of profits they make off of the pornography. Can't but be much, man. I no, mean, that's, that's, no, that's, that's that's that is part. not a major part right. of their business. It's but like, it's still a part of their but business. But it's still part of their right. business. You've been listening to I Work for Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. But Martha's on vacation. We're Christ followers. Our workplaces, our mission field. But ultimately, I work for Him. Thank you for listening to the I Work for Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at IWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at IWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at IWorkForHim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at IWorkForHim and online, IWorkForHim.com.